Hello, and welcome to the I Hear Design podcast, your source for interior design and architecture news, interviews, and opinions. I'm your host, Robert Yaminen, Chief Content Director of INS, and I'm glad you've tuned in to today's episode because we're going to be talking about something that seems to be on everyone's mind these days, and that is the workplace. We've been hearing a lot about the hybrid workplace lately and what employees are looking for in an office, or whether they even want to come back at all. Thankfully, global architecture and design from Gensler has once again been conducting research into the workplace and what's driving people's attitudes about the office. In this episode, I sit down with Janet Pogue, Global Director of Workplace Research and a principal at Gensler, to unpack the results of their 2022 U.S. Workplace Survey and learn about the reasons employees are returning to the office, how the workplace can more effectively support them, and the mix of experiences that will help accelerate their return. I think some of the results may surprise you. Have a listen. Well, hi, Janet. It's good to see you. Thanks for being on the podcast. My pleasure. Yeah, great. Well, I, as we're recording this, I think we're, we're obviously a couple of weeks out from the holidays, and I can't believe how fast this year has gone, because I think the last time you were here on the podcast was almost a year ago, and we were discussing Gensler's previous workplace survey, and here we are again. Like, where, where has the time gone, right? It, exactly. This year has been a flown, absolutely flown by. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, before we um, dive into this year's uh, workplace survey and the results of that, for our listeners who may not have heard that episode, um, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself and your role at Gensler? Sure. Well, I, I'm actually in my 40th year at Gensler. I, I come from Great. a practitioner side of things, and I have been um, – I, I love getting involved in our research. So I am now the global – uh, director of Workplace Research as part of the Gensler Research Institute. And we have six different centers, but Workplace was was the beginning of our workplace or, or beginning of our research and uh, one of our hallmark studies. Great. Yeah. Well, speaking of, I, mean, I know Gensler does this uh, survey every year, but can you give our listeners some background on uh, the annual workplace survey and the methodology you know you use to collect and interpret the findings? Like, well, how does it how do you put it all together? Sure. It's, it's, it's quite the endeavor. So we've been doing these surveys since 2008. And, um, our U.S. workplace survey has, has really provided some amazing insights over the years on how employees work and what they value and insights that companies can use to really create optimal work environments. So all these studies are, are actually conducted with an anonymous panel based survey of the the amounts vary, but this one is over 2,000 U.S. office workers. It was conducted online between mid-June and mid-August of this past summer, and respondents are across 10 different industries, and they represent a broad cross-section of demographics, including roles and, and generations and education and even commuting distances and geographical mm-hmm. locations across each of the countries that that we actually survey. And because in this survey, we're exploring the return to the office, Mm -hmm. uh, we surveyed employees who were working in their company's workplace at least some of the time. And as we analyzed the survey data, we were able to understand what's working and what's not working in the office and what's missing that may create a more compelling destination for employees. Sure. Yeah, sure. that's great. Thank you for that. So what are some of the top level findings from the 22, uh, 2022 reports? And specifically, was there anything significant um, that changed from previous years that you think is notable or even something that may have been surprising to you? Well, Robert, you know, I love surprises and research <laughs> data. 
And so there were two big surprises for me um, that have changed over the years. The, The first was, you know, what surprised me most was this new top reason employees rank for coming into the office, which was to focus on their work. And over the pandemic, we had conducted 11 different global workplace surveys. And the top reason was consistently working with my team and colleagues. And this was consistent regardless of country, generation, the timing, um, and or even industry. And at the height of the pandemic, when employees desired that connection and collaboration, that was their top reason. And now employees are ranking to focus on their work as the top reason, which involves both working alone and working with others. In fact, the other top ranked reasons, they all appear to be work focused. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's for activities like access to technology, scheduled meetings, and even access to specific spaces, materials, and resources. So, so it, it appears that employees just simply want to get their work done. And this was yeah. particularly important for, for younger generations. So this, this, do you want to ask another question yeah, no, here? No, I was, I was going to say that's interesting, um, you know, because you hear like, you know, that people just want to go back for that connection or for amenities and things that are, you know, that they're providing. But to really focus on the work, that that's an interesting insight. I thought so, too. It was it was a big surprise because I thought we'd see the continuation of that connection wanting to be part of a of a community, really wanting mm-hmm. to be with your team. But but we see that there has been this shift. Collaboration is still important. But and amenities are still important and, and mm-hmm. those really drive a great experience, but people want to get their work done. So the second big surprise was this shift in workplace effectiveness. And, you know, we've been measuring space effectiveness since 2008. And literally right before the pandemic, we had seen space effectiveness decline for all five work modes. And it signaled that the workplace was no longer supporting the way we work. You know, and, and if you look back at when we when we released that, which was February 2020, right before the mm-hmm. March pandemic, right. you know, we saw that noise, interruptions, distractions, this lack of privacy were all things that were starting to surface. So so in our most recent survey, we see that the workplace seems to be working better for working with others in person, learning and socializing, which, you know, were the key reasons people were coming into the office during the pandemic. But the workplace has continued to decline for individual and virtual work, which are the kind of the key work activities when when they're coming to the office right now. In fact, we asked a survey question of how much time do people ideally need to spend in the office to maximize their individual and team productivity. And what we found is the most innovative companies actually want to return to pre-pandemic levels, which is about 67% of the week. And it begs the question of why aren't they returning? Like what's holding them back? And, and the fact that the workplace doesn't appear to be working for working alone and working with others virtually might be part of the reason. Yeah, so that's really interesting, Jana. And uh, one of the things I hear uh, pretty often uh, right now is that employers are still struggling to bring people back to the workplace. So um, does Gensler's research support that assertion? Or uh, it sounds like what you're saying is people are more willing to come back and con- but to connect in person and also to, to to do the focus work. Is Is that right? 
Well, that is right, because our, our research focused on employees who were already working in the office at least part of the time mm-hmm. and not those that have not come back at all. But but we uncovered what would bring employees back to the office more often. So we are seeing that people are willing to connect in person, but they also want the office to be a great place to get work done. As as life starts to return to whatever the new normal is, we found that the workplace that offers a different work experiences. So an array of different work experience was a good way to get employees back to the office more often. In fact, we asked the very question, what, you know, would you be willing to come back to the office if your employer provided the ideal mix of experiences? And 42% of employees said they'd be willing to come back to the office one day a week more and 24% said they would be willing to come back full time if their employer offered the ideal mix of experiences. Right. So what is it? What is the ideal mix of experiences? Like what are they looking for and what types of amenities do they want um, as they come back? Well, essentially, it means employees not only want an effective place that optimizes productive work, but they also seek this different mix of experiences within their work environment. And in many cases, that mix of experiences are what they can't get working remotely. So before the the pandemic, the workplace was on a trajectory towards diversifying work settings and experiences to match kind of the dynamic nature of work and, and office workers want to really see that trajectory continue. So high-performing workplaces not only provide, you know, a diverse variety of work settings, but they're more likely to be located in amenity-rich neighborhoods or campuses, providing employees places to work, to connect, to socialize, both in and out of the office. So, you know, in our survey, it's difficult to ask, office workers, what they wish they had when they don't know the possibilities, right? Right. So we described eight everyday experiences that respondents could relate to, ranging from like a library and a conference center, residential to a boutique hotel. And respondents could create their ideal mix by toggling to 100% of, of each of those. Most people selected maybe two, three, four of these different experiences. And they said, what percentage of of this 100% do they want to have? So they created this ideal. And, and so what we see is that different companies may have very different ideal mix of experiences, depending on their culture, their workforce demographics, or what may already be available in the neighborhood. And so companies can reference our data, our research data, and then use it to have conversations with their employees on what they value. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. So and speaking of, of employees' values, um, did your research um, uncover any differences between uh, generations in terms of how they want to be supported? And if so, in what ways? It, it did. We found that the younger generations are actually more willing to return to the office more often. We don't know the exact cause, but but based on our research during the pandemic, it may be to take advantage of pent-up demand for learning and career development opportunities. We also saw that the younger generations prefer, prefer more amenity-rich spaces, and they actually spend more time working in third places both in and around the office, which is why locating your office in 
mixed-use developments or where there are a lot of amenities really help with kind of that ecosystem of spaces to be able to use. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that definitely resonates with with what I've heard as well, and that's interesting. Um, what would you say are some of the implications of, of Gensler's research findings for interior designers and architects who are uh, creating workspaces? Uh, like, what are some of the challenges and, and solutions that they should consider um, as they're approaching uh, the new workplace? Oh, good question. You know, there are many challenges and, and exciting opportunities when it comes to designing the workplace. But since the pandemic, there's been a significant recalibration of the role of the office, that the office can play in attracting people back to the office. And and in many ways, it's it's setting a positive role that the return to the office plays in creating vibrant cities. You know, we're seeing companies flee older uh, class B and C buildings for high quality class A offices that are in great locations, often in these mixed use developments we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And we're noticing an increase in demand for hospitality like amenities in and around these buildings, all in an effort to make the office feel like a destination and experience multiplier rather than an obligation. So in terms of design solutions, we see that companies need to consider that employees are looking for offices that are both highly effective and offer that mix of of work experiences. You know, the highest performing workplaces are those that support all modes of work and offer a wide range of experiences and, again, are located in those amenity-rich buildings or neighborhoods. Right, right. And I imagine there should be like, again, I think you referenced this before, but, um, you know, the workplace previously was just really noisy. So I imagine, you know, space spaces that are acoustically, you know, uh, you know, with good acoustics where they can have focus, focus work, privacy, but then also with that balance of, of uh, collaborative um, spaces as well. Right. Absolutely. In fact, you know, we in in our research, we were able to take a look at what what spaces drive the biggest impact? And what we found is that spaces for individual quiet work and spaces for creative group work actually have the largest impact on space effectiveness and experience. So let me give you an example of a couple of those spaces. Like for individual quiet work, the a quiet or tech-free zone actually rated the highest, as long as well as individual. Uh, alternate individual workspaces, focus rooms, meditation, and even rest areas, those all not only created a more effective space, but it added to the creating a great workplace experience. And when it came to creative group work, we saw that innovation hubs and maker spaces really started to drive both um, effective and experience scores. Right, right. That's great. So, Janet, are there other notable findings from the report that you want to highlight, or is there maybe an overarching uh, message that listeners can take away from this conversation? Well, I think the key takeaway is employees want the office to be a great place to get their work done. And they also want to come to an office more often if it offers the great experiences. So as designers, we have the opportunity to work with our clients to not only create spaces that are functional and effective, but are also places that people want to be. You know, it's all about creating beautiful spaces and great experiences for people to work, for human connectivity and community, 
and to thrive. Great. Well, thanks for sharing those insights with us today, Janet. Um, and I'm wondering where can our listeners go to learn more or to download a copy of the 2022 Gensler uh, Workplace Survey? If you go to Gensler.com, it will be right on the homepage and we urge everybody to take a look at it. We're also going to be posting here in the next couple of weeks uh, results for Mexico and Canada. So you'll be able to see the the uh, commonalities and differences across the North Americas. Oh, wow. That's great. Very interesting. Well, thank you so much again for being here, Janet. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast as always. It's so much fun to talk to you, Robert. Great. Well, for our listeners out there, head over to Gensler's website to download a copy of their workplace survey. And from all of us here at INS, I hope you have a very happy and blessed holiday season. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be well, everyone. 